0: This is Drew, here with my best friend, Derek, mm-hmm. and two very special guests, dashing guests, if you will, Evan and Jake, members, leading men of the Handsome Hockey Podcast. Welcome, guys. Welcome.
1: Hey. That's my clapping noise. Thanks oh, for having us.
2: That's a really effective clapping noise. Hi
0: respectful yeah
2: <laughs> uh well i mean we're in your abode so i want to be respectful <laughs> until we go outside and then i'm gonna trash everything
0: <laughs> yeah uh, well that is uh, a <laughs> typical hockey goon fashion you guys have we'll get into a hockey it. podcast which may tie in to the subject matter of this episode who knows who <laughs>
3: yeah uh, there's the a little man. bit of crossover
0: yeah so um tell us about the handsome hockey podcast
3: well uh we cover this uh, sport that not many people have heard of called okay. uh hockey <laughs> and uh we do it with you know the best intentions we can and the best content that we can bring forward and we're uh we're independent and based in sullivan's gulch in portland oregon <laughs> uh, that the is best and most suggestive might neighborhood find you now i know yeah they're just gonna like come around and have their podcast detectors
0: <laughs> like, i don't know if we've ever covered on this our podcast what a gulch is
3: uh well it's it's a depression.
0: Yes. <laughs> in every sense of the word. No. <laughs> Being in the same attic apartment for 8 years is not at all mean. I'm in a gulch because it's on the third floor. So yeah, technically and, I can't and, be in a rut of any kind.
3: And you're in the you're on the the crest. You're not actually yeah.
0: in the gulch. I mean you could even call it a penthouse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Jake, what's up man?
0: <laughs> I was going to say
2: it sounds like your neighborhood needs some Prozac. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> We're hanging in there. So um, we'll talk more hockey, I'm sure, inevitably, as we go on. But meanwhile, you're listening to New Release, not Handsome Hockey Podcast. New Release is where we... What do we do here, Derek? Wow. Quack! Oh. <laughs> Watch movies and travel back in time. This is episode 129. What is so funny? That's awesome. Oh, because you already quacked? Yeah. <laughs> and
3: the cat heard the quack and yeah. was like i need to get in We've on got this
0: special guest lolita roxy just to get just to name everyone yeah, that you might yeah. hear noises from i don't know how many birds are going to be flying through the skylight once again not a single level apartment it's at the top of the building. Derek,
3: you're you're not a block away, so you don't have to deal with Mustang Man. No, uh, Mustang Man is a recurring character on our podcast, <laughs> yeah. and it's a guy who fucking guns <laughs> it around that S curve at the corner. Mark, <laughs> it, it could be Mark. Guest of the podcast. Who, yeah, last uh, week. Last week, <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to Mark. That was a great episode. Uh, He's who, who driving. Covered the legal, singles.
1: The, the legal miles per hour. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm not
3: sure he owns a car that loud. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so.
0: not anymore. Yeah. All right. He was well. Taken by the all government. right. Yeah, this is this is a very efficient intro. Derek, when the heck are we this week?
1: Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, wait. That's my job. I'll yeah. let you know. So we are in late September 1992. We've traveled back in time to watch what came out kind of in this week. Um, there's a baseball season <laughs> coming into the winding down side of things. <laughs> Uh, f- And football fever has definitely subsided. Yeah. I feel like it just s- started. But there's only one sport Americans care about this time of Should year. Should I have
0: put sarcastic in parentheses? Is that- I'm
1: not good at yeah. reading the shit that Ashley usually reads. <laughs> it's <I'm> not, it's <laughs> in <I> mean, <laughs> italics, so you know it's
2: sarcastic.
0: It's all sarcastic. <laughs> Football season isn't winding down. Pro- okay, yeah.
1: so what I, what I was trying to get to is professional <laughs> preseason hockey, baby. <laughs> so um, we've got, we've got some fucking breaking NHL news. But first, let's ask our hockey experts if they can name. And we are talking about Evan and Jake on the podcast. What is the first? What's the name of the first female hockey player to appear in a preseason game? Wait, buzz in first. Who's got it? <laughs> okay. Well, was Jake. that a clap so or a, a duck call? The, what's the answer. <laughs> that,
2: I was going for Family Feud, yeah, but uh, that was actually an incredible sound it? effect Oh, know, okay. Compared to Derek, clap. So, <laughs> what did the
1: audience? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the answer to that is Menon Rome. Rome. gloom. All right. Well, Jim's p- cousin,
3: no. yeah. uh, who uh,
2: played goalie and was uh, is one of the more famous female hockey players of all time. She now currently runs like hockey camps in the Detroit metro area and appears on Detroit Red Wings broadcasts. Yeah, mm. she's a, a nice. pundit these days, yeah.
3: and uh, we look forward to the day that she's the first to a uh, second. Female hockey player to play in NHL action. But yeah, so, uh, she played uh, for the Lightning in a preseason game against the Blues.
0: Well, let's just hear it straight from the source. Yeah, we, well, let's broadcast. listen to this, just and we should definitely news.
1: come back to females in hockey. That's for sure. So, <laughs> man in Realm.
2: She will start the second period for jane Briaco and the Atlanta Knights, making her first appearance of the regular season. And O'Reilly is
1: between the pipes and getting the encouragement and congratulations from her teammates when she
3: stepped in to scrape up the crease in front of the net. A standing ovation from the crowd here at the Omni. And I'll tell you what, it's exciting for all of uh, the sports fans throughout this country. Getting an entrance to uh, Been Caught Stealing. What? (laughs) Uh, That was in the background. Oh. (laughs) In the the stadium at the time.
0: Oh, the song? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that's hopefully was a non-commentary choice there. Just <laughs> maybe it was her part song. of their playlist. Who knows?
3: I actually, I think that's a popular song uh, for goalies.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh, right, because they're stealing the puck mm-hmm. from its intended target. Good for her. So that sounded dismissive. My <laughs> main, my main question is like, I think you were alluding to this, Evan. Has there been any other? notable female hockey players?
3: Uh in the men's game no. Okay. Uh there are a lot of notable female I guess we should w- s- women's yes. leagues and uh there have been, you know, many notable accomplishments by women in the game, but uh no, what men on realm did has not yet been equal.
2: And we are seeing a pretty uh historic event this year though the nhl 23 video game will have trevor zegris from the anaheim ducks but also sarah nurse who is on the canadian national team and was the leading scorer in the past olympiad on the cover so she will be the first female cover athlete at least for the nhl franchise from ea sports but maybe the first female cover athlete for any of their sports games Wow. Which, that's yeah, cool.
3: Which uh we don't know if the teams will be in the game. Um but that would be another cool step if they are.
2: The national teams are, but I'm not sure about the there's two there's two women's leagues in North America right now. There's one league, the Professional Women or the Premier Hockey Federation, and then there's uh an association, mm-hmm. a union of hockey players called the the uh, PWHPA, which uh, features most of the big names that you would know. Uh, all of the American and Canadian women's uh, national team members play up in that league. Hillary
1: Knight? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hillary
2: Knight. So fuck
1: yeah. <laughs> there but you are. You just Google that. There yeah. Maybe the well, greatest. So I maybe saw her the greatest on one a couple months ago. Yeah. Several months ago. That's uh, awesome.
0: <laughs> Christ. i was yeah. Uh, yeah i've heard before y'all um started explaining that i was kind of gonna draw an nfl analogy but there's <laughs> way more of an established um women's league for hockey i assume than i mean there is no women component of football whatsoever so yeah i mean there, is the, there, there is the lingerie there is the lingerie league of course yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there's also <laughs> there's like puppies NWL, that can play and <laughs> women's
1: national well nw and there's N- soccer. NFL the Women's National
3: Football League. No, you're that's talking not. about soccer. NWSL. No, no. no. Shout out
1: Thorns, but seriously, there uh, no. there, there is a, there, so there is actually
3: is, a women's you know, league. Uh, there's a Portland team called the Ravens. They play in it. I think it's pretty small, but I know it exists for
1: hockey. No, for football.
3: Yeah, like oh, contact. Wow. Like
1: that's cool.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Start okay. it up, baby. Well, thank you for answering that trivia question without cheating or looking at it in advance. <laughs> and um, the, this is a movie podcast. We are going to continue to hammer the puck into the goal. But what's what's showing at the multiplex this week, Derek?
1: What else is playing this week? It doesn't matter. We're watching this fucking hockey. Movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> right now. And it's called what the mighty drew. It says something else on the poster. Mighty Doves.
0: (laughs) Quack. Quack. Coo. Quack. Coo. All right. Seriously,
1: though, we are going to see a hockey film. Why? Because we've got two of our hockey brothers with us. So the tagline is so much fun. You'll be wishing it went into overtime. (laughs) Is that really
3: the tagline? Yeah. That's so good.
1: (laughs) Um, All the laughs begin April 14th.
0: I don't know why. That, that That's the date for the home the video original, release.
1: Yeah. He's never coached. They've never won. Together, they'll learn everything about winning. And so, I mean, I bought us all tickets. Let's go to the yeah. fucking theater. I've heard
2: enough. Let's, Let's go. Let's do it. From Walt Disney Pictures, they were a disaster
1: on the ice. I'm really looking forward what to this. What they needed was a miracle. Anybody could beat these panties. What they got
2: was Gordon Bombay. You think losing is funny? Well, not at first, but <laughs> once you get the hang of it. And together, they'll prove that it doesn't matter if you win or lose. How many it's fingers how you am I play holding
3: the up? You wouldn't know that anyway.
2: It's how you play the game.
3: You almost hit me that time. But you're the goalie. It's supposed to hit you. Does that sound stupid to anyone else? The
2: Mighty Ducks rated PG Parental Guidance Suggested. Now playing at a theater near you.
3: This movie trailer is like the thousand like cul-de-sacs being invaded by <laughs> children. With, yeah, yes, uh, dude. Yeah. With G- Wayne Gretzky skates, is that what they were back in the? The day? rollerblades that they were that wearing, yeah, 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 were like Wayne Gretzky skates. With b- black molded plastic with uh, some highlight plastic.
2: <laughs> it's like highlighter pink and.
0: Oh, the like the flecks of different colors mm-hmm. in in the plastic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think uh if Connor McDavid had a personality, he would say that this is the movie that convinced <laughs> him to play hockey. That is a
0: hockey player, correct?
3: That is that is the, uh, the hockey player. He's basically <laughs> the best hockey player out there right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Consensus I would How
1: say. How do you compare him to Wayne Gretzky or he, can you? Uh he, he's comparable to Wayne
3: Gretzky in that he scores a lot of goals. Okay. Um they play in completely different eras, but Yeah. Sure. Uh Connor McDavid is just a skating freak. Uh he can outskate everybody Switch, in every way. Backside, fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> the, that
0: backflips 1080
3: Benny Hana yeah. Like, Derek's yeah, talking absolutely.
0: Tony Hawk.
2: Yeah, we're talk We're we're getting straight into some Tony Hawk. The uh, Venn
3: diagram of people that saw Wayne the Mighty Gretzky Ducks franchise and then played t- the Tony Hawk franchise is a circle.
4: Yeah
0: right. <laughs> yeah, well that's Derek squarely in the middle. Wayne Gretzky
1: of that. had a similar game where it was just like kind of this crazy fucking
0: hockey game, right?
3: Yeah, he could skate better than most other people at that point. And, and that's pretty, kind yeah, of what Connor McDavid brings.
1: Which I is had awesome. the NHL or but the is, um,
0: the yeah. N- Nintendo sixty four one, and uh, before before we saw this movie together, we talked about Swingers, mm-hmm. uh, NHL, PA. It had a different NHL ninety three. it was named
3: for the Player Association. Yeah,
0: NHL PA ninety three, <laughs> no and then in the, the next name. the next version of the game, they took out the fighting and the bleeding, unfortunately. But for one year, it had a...
3: <laughs> they <laughs> just made, made a separate game for that.
0: Yeah, yeah it was called Mutant Hockey League. <laughs> oh, wow. That's like <laughs> NFL Blitz or... <laughs> yeah, but with mutants. Oh, even Seriously, better.
2: Seriously, this existed. Oh, yeah. The, oh, wow. You could okay. win the game by either scoring the most goals or if you destroyed <laughs> every player on the other team.
3: And the funny thing is the mutants actually had more uh, more teeth than the actual ice hockey players at and the time. And more
2: personality. <laughs> <laughs> hockey right. players are a notoriously dull bunch yeah <laughs> really oh so, yeah
0: okay well let's let's i guess talk about the movie um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there'll be plenty of opportunities to
3: yeah this is exactly what we would have said that culture at, at, this is exactly what we would have said at four years old coming out of the movie
0: yeah fuck fuck mutants let's talk cinema this is uh, like one of the all-time nostalgic child sports movies i mean i was like more into sandlot rookie of the year Mm -hmm. but this it's the same the same formula and i don't mean that in a bad way it like hammers the underdog formula super hard it hammers the archetypes of you have a coach doing it the wrong way a disgraced or you know a player who is trying to redeem himself both on and off the ice Mm -hmm it's just all these archetypes but what i think is so enjoyable about the movie still today is that we know we know the formula but it's so satisfying mm-hmm. seeing it uh, play out with these like charismatic performances
3: yeah there's a certain magic to how everything kind of gets put together in a very kind of formulaic movie
2: and i think this movie does it so much better than a lot of the other movies that kind of like like uh Little Giants kind of comes to mind uh-huh. as yeah. like which is a solid movie don't get me sure. wrong but yeah. like it's it plays that exact same formula like it, it's effectively the same movie but yep. just for football and it just doesn't work as well as The Mighty Ducks. I exactly. mean maybe it's cuz
3: cuz hockey's exotic.
2: <laughs> it is. Yeah, and that was
0: actually also, all little that giants mattered.
1: Also, had to co- or sorry. Uh Mighty Ducks had to have come out before Little Giants. It did. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it, it
0: directly inspired it. The success yeah. of Mighty Ducks, it was a, like immediately a franchise. What's crazy is that we were talking about this when we uh, first came out of the movie. But everyone knows that there was a, eventually a hockey franchise named the Mighty Ducks. I didn't realize it was a year after this movie. Like yeah. Yeah. They, Disney immediately was so you know invested in this franchise that they before the sequel could come out in '94. They bought a hockey team and named it <laughs> right like, <laughs> after their own movie. Franchise. Talk about
3: like <laughs> committing to the marketing bit. Like, yeah, uh, has I, I'm not sure if Hollywood has done something so extreme. Like, oh, we're gonna start an NHL franchise basically as marketing for movies.
0: <laughs> no, I, I obviously without looking it up, I had no idea what the actual order of of things was. I did not realize they were just yeah paying i mean i I read 50 million but that was just the investment fee that they had to pay to the other to the league and half of it went to the franchise fee yeah but i mean obviously it goes way beyond just that like initiation fee
3: there were crazy things going on back in that day and age in terms of like hockey expanding and morphing and uh Teams changed hands. There were, I don't the way, like, the Dallas, sorry, the Dallas Stars formed when the Minnesota North Stars, like, Minnesota couldn't host a hockey team for business reasons, and so they picked up and moved to Dallas. Yeah. uh, Which is prescient because the cameo we see in the movie is this Minnesota team that would pick up and leave how much... After this movie, two years. Yeah, it Hmm. was like,
0: oh right, both teams that appear in the movie move shortly after, right? I read something about about that as well. But
3: the District Five team moved.
0: No, no, whoever they're playing. Yeah, Yeah. I'm kidding. In that NHL game that they go to, no District Five. I actually didn't pick up
3: who they were playing against. That, so. Yeah. I'm not sure who it was. But. Disney,
0: I mean, it, it, if you want to read a conspiracy into it, it's that, you know, like Disney all of a sudden was running the league based on uh, their it's, investment in this franchise.
3: Th- there's but. probably something to that. I mean, Disney runs a lot of things now so you there's, know there's
2: eh. there's also a very mickey mouse quality to how the nhl is run
0: so
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. that's that's absolutely well true. the
0: market i mean marketing is good the the they had the infrastructure to sell become like one of the top selling uh, jerseys and all the all the gear was immediately yeah. like the most popular gear because just kids wanted it and they had stores that were already there set up to sell it
3: and then The NHL is ham fisted enough where, uh, in the early 2000s, they would just get rid of all of that and go with this like (laughs) awful modern, like black, black and red, black and orange, yeah, and kind of copper branding. And it's awful. (laughs) And like every time they do a throwback to the original Mighty Ducks, everyone is so happy, and then. Then they go back to their sad uniforms for the rest of the year. Um,
0: yeah. Well, why? Why do we? I, I'm the one that keeps getting us off track, so I'll keep <laughs> bringing I myself mean, that's, back on yeah, track. Yeah. Stop it, man. That's I, what we do on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I know I read uh, Mister reads one article about or one Wikipedia page about the history of, <laughs> of the Mighty Ducks. I'm just going to play pretty a couple crazy. Of clips and let's see what we
1: have to say about them.
0: Oh, well, I was just going to say, what do we love about the movie?
1: Well oh, well, tell me after this clip. Sure.
3: i mean the score
0: cool yeah <laughs> love
3: absolutely amazing
0: <laughs> the score is epic you're
3: so right you get those horns you get a full string section like they did not skimp on the sound for this movie
2: doesn't doesn't have to skimp on anything
3: sure yeah i mean they probably pay these like string players with instruments minimum wage but you know never mind yeah yeah
2: the uh are we just going down the like what do we oh yeah
0: yeah yeah let's just jump right into like why is this a classic why are we still watching it as I don't know how old everyone is but I'm pretty old <laughs> to, to be talking about Mighty Ducks. So unashamedly, Actually, you might be in the exact right age yeah.
2: bracket to me. Uh, one of the things I really appreciate about this movie and other movies from the time that Disney put out is the really like lighthearted touches that they put around racism and classism. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and like you see it in this movie in the Oreo line, which is two black yeah. kids, the only two yeah. black kids on the team and a white player and, and it's
3: presented as such by the evil opposition who makes fun of them in a racist joke and then they try and stick up for each other and like
0: Because their coach is a monster. Presumably yeah. the kids <laughs> are innocent on both sides, but they've been influenced by their horrible coach. This like, oh, exactly. dreadnought
2: turd of a human. Yeah. Um and so and that and then there's like as somebody who like grew up like not like not wealthy seeing a bunch of poor kids succeed was really awesome and so there there's something to be and and especially in a sport like hockey which is incredibly expensive mm-hmm. to play the idea that like you know Charlie's mo- Charlie's mom is a single mom who works in a diner but he's playing hockey with like barely real equipment and mm-hmm. then like the fact that they need a a law firm benefactor to have actual padding is like it says a lot about the sport, but it really says something about Disney and how like at that time they were actually, at least from my perspective trying really hard to not hammer home the like th- these concepts of like defeating racism and defeating classism. Uh, yeah. you see it in cool runnings. It's just right. another to- movie from the period that does a really good job of it. Um, and that's one of the things that I love about it as an adult. And one of the things that allows me to rewatch it now outside of the fact that I absolutely love it, but like I can see it with my 38 year old eyes and <laughs> say, Oh, that's actually really prescient. That's actually really progressive for its time period.
0: That's a really sophisticated answer compared to mine. So I'm going to let Derek answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what do you no, I, I really appreciate what you said. Uh, and that
1: does, uh, Yeah, from my heartstrings, this movie absolutely showed some kind of fucked up stuff, but didn't take it too far. I don't know. I'm totally in agreement with you.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's such a convincing underdog story, I guess would be my real answer. Um, You instantly identify with the protagonists. It kind of teaches kids about toxic adults. In right. a way, <laughs> big time, <laughs> and like
2: oh, which
0: is dang. very hockey,
3: right? And, and toxic, compa- <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. That it, I'm learning something
3: tonight. Toxic I mean, I've male, toxic a lot,
0: male though. role models, or males that are you know either right. absent or uh, overcompensating mean, for their own failures by turning kids into
3: <laughs> the whole movie is a, a weird kind of treatise on daddy issues, yeah. uh, which is kind of novel to watch it as a 34 year old, um, but. Yeah, it's just, it's the perfect underdog story. It's got the these class angles that definitely hit home way more as as an adult. Uh, and, you know, as we'll get to later, there's a lot of, like, words and, and subtle things that find their way into the scripts uh, that really, like, chant them out to, to class things. It, because, I mean, hockey in the Minneapolis area, as presented, like, is kind of a, it's a big class issue
0: kind of like tennis in yeah, the sense right. that you know i mean uh, having access to uh an ice rink is way more difficult than a tennis court but having access to a country club mm-hmm. i guess would be the equivalent of of you know an ice rink in terms of the the wealth you need yeah and absolutely. the yeah the race the racism that's kind of inherent in those uh, those power structures i mean i <laughs> my favorite part <laughs> of the movie Is kind of what I spoke about in broad terms earlier. Mm -hmm. All the just hammering the cliches, but in such a satisfying way. Yeah. None better than the movie breaking up classic 90s, 80s credit sequence where you actually start with the credits. (laughs) But the credits are broken up with shots of uh, Gordon Bombay as an eight year old at the pivotal moment in the the hawks (laughs) season you know they've won the championship every year as far back as the the banners can can go and then except for that one year except for the year when he it came down to a penalty shot and he dekes once he dekes twice and then he dinks the the puck right off the the crossbar or the Crossed beam that comes up. Whatever. Yeah, the post. Post. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it. But and then the spotlight. That's unnatural yeah, lighting. here. Unnatural lighting for a hockey rink. Where? Why would there be uh, no lights except illuminating him? I guess because it's his memory. I feel like I've
1: seen some hockey games back in Arizona. Arizona Diamond. No, Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, and they would do this very
0: dramatic. Maybe for low shoot.
1: light. Fucking one goalie toward. Well,
0: we another. can ask the, the experts. Yeah, do they? Well, yeah, that's why change all the all lighting here? for shoot uh, for penalty shots. Some, some sometimes. No, low. they
3: they don't. <laughs> that lighting was completely <laughs> that might unrealistic. That just been
2: like really bad lighting in the <laughs> yeah. Coyotes arena. Well, historically speaking, okay. like, like going West back to arena, I was yeah, the name it. yeah yes.
3: going back to like the pre-war yes. and, and like World War II kind of era of hockey. Yes, they had horrid lighting. You look at. Things back then they had like you know gymnasiums of that era the lighting was ridiculously low and like kind of barely barely enough and like any photography of the area era like kind of sucked and like you get some of that drama and that's like the i think part of the inspiration for that shot hmm. um
0: but no. it's just it, so brutal and then mm-hmm. he and then the coach is like I oh, mean, check out all these banners that we've won. Wish we could take that yeah, one down—the right. <laughs> one where we got second place. He, oh, and and he Hans's quite, shop, quite the dick dude. Yeah.
3: Hans's shop has that too. It's like, yeah. too. It's like yeah. the newspaper clipping of you know him. Come failing come up short, or dogs come up short. And, <laughs> Hockey is uh,
2: nothing without its reminiscence about the bad days. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's ain't that the truth.
2: I also I really love the the kind of how the the movie is shot on the ice mm-hmm. hmm. because there's very clearly like cameramen on the ice as there which like to me that they're they had like cameramen on skates filming these scenes and sure. I would love to see like the birds eye view of them filming that um but it's it's actually it's it's more brutal for, than little hit kids hockey sure. should be or usually <laughs> is cuz it's kid,
1: kid hockey
3: yeah i think yeah. they're like
2: 12 in they're this movie or something yeah, like that so Checked into P- the walls peewee
3: Pee- yeah. hockey is is 11 12 year olds in, mm-hmm. as the definition i read earlier today so but some uh, of the
1: the follow up angles yeah. like when somebody hits a puck and then they follow it yeah like happy Gil- gilmore Course there are. When
0: Adam Banks gets checked in the back and paralyzes himself on the on the <laughs> cross beam on the, right. the post. I mean um, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, there's
3: a lot of boarding that goes uncalled yeah. in just, you know, for cinematic effect.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like there would have been two hundred minutes of penalties in that championship <laughs> game if it were called like a real peewee hockey game. Right. <laughs> like uh, they would have been like, Why are you trying to kill each other?
3: Yeah, but and also
0: probably because their coaches told him to the yeah. whole bit <laughs>
3: about like cheating and like diving and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's so impossible at like younger ages to call diving because nobody can skate competently. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah. like, are they okay. diving or are they just skating like twelve-year-olds? So like,
0: Diving is the equivalent of flopping. because Yeah, get flopping, diving, whatever. Movie. Or they and, get warned because one of Bombay's uh, missteps as a new coach. First, he's just like, "You guys suck," mm-hmm. and then second, his big plan is, "Well, let's embrace how much you suck and just fake uh, injuries, fake uh, penalties, and hope that we get a power play and then have no idea what to do with it." Yeah, I always thought that was well.
3: super funny because it's like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're really trying to force that power play and then yeah. like, oh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> they probably just give up the puck and yeah. score shorthanded or something."
2: It, you could put the Oreo line out there on that power play. Yeah, you yeah. could. Were <laughs> they mean,
3: the were they the scoring line?
2: Or until w- they get Adam Banks, yeah. Right.
3: Yeah, I I I haven't seen a line diagram for the Mighty Ducks.
2: Uh, Let's I, be honest, I, Charlie's like a third line guy. Like, yeah, well, I, Do
3: we have their season Corsi percentages? <laughs> they also and, only uh, have like Give me a second. Like,
2: they I need also I need advanced, have
3: like 11 guys. I need advanced analytics for the Mighty Ducks roster so I can really understand Uh, The impact of race in the coaching decisions.
0: Well, it was uh, that that's an important topic, but it, it, but I don't want to talk about it. But I want to talk
1: about something
0: else. No, it was a revelation.
3: That was completely that deadpan joke. (laughs)
0: Um, Because as a hardcore Dawson's Creek fan, Joshua Jackson um, (coughs) over Dawson till the end, uh, this is his big break. On screen, not so much on the ice. I mean, he is sort of the hero of the movie. He is the, he redeems Bombay, finding himself in the same situation with a penalty shot to win the championship over the Hawks. Unlike Bombay, he makes his. But we learned throughout the movie that he's exceedingly mediocre.
3: Yeah, he's not the best player Charlie- at, at hockey. He's likable
0: guy. Yeah. But nobody's good. I mean, Adam Banks, who they gerrymander. Over, I guess he was. They were gerrymandering the the hockey districts. <laughs> Which in the I first thought was place. super funny. But they they steal Charlie from the Hawks, and he serves a vital role of scoring one it goal. Charlie, and then, exactly. Adam. And they character. steal Adam really Adam.
3: Yeah, come on. Charlie's their best player up to yeah. that point. Is he but though? I mean, I guess. Blood, yeah. You know. uh, what do they call him? Spazway.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, well, like. I would I would argue that Guy Germain is their
0: best player up until that point. They yeah, weren't probably. even going to have Charlie take the the penalty shot when they left it up to a vote, and which then- I
3: thought was it, that's an interesting rule wrinkle because yeah. uh, usually <laughs> if you are penalized you then have oh. to take the shot, uh, but in certain levels it can be anybody. Right? There's some really strange penalty shot rules uh, yeah. across hockey in general. But uh,
0: I guess I guess like he. Everyone sucks, for the most part, and <laughs> they all have one special skill, mm-hmm. spinning in place, shooting the puck so hard that it can break camaraderie. Uh, any sort they of learn gra- camaraderie. They learn camaraderie. <laughs> they learn
1: friendship. That's their power. That's they, their... They fly together. Yeah.
3: yeah. Gordon Bombay also learned how to use his players' powers like Pokemon.
1: <laughs> Explain. I call you. I choose you. Yeah, yeah like, okay, <laughs> I
3: choose, I choose. uh... Ice you know, ice skating girl doesn't make an appearance until it's time for her to do a pirouette and yeah. clear the floor in front of the net and then score a backdoor goal. That's good coaching. And I'm like, yeah. I will I mean, I was <laughs> left thinking like, hey, could this work in Beer League?
2: As somebody yeah. as somebody who coached uh 14 and under roller hockey, <laughs> uh yeah, you you keep your kids on the bench. I'm like I I, I would tell my kids, I'd be like, guys, we need to win this game. So uh, I'm going to run lines like yeah. we need to win. And they'd be like, like yeah, that's just cool go, coach. You can just
3: go take a shower now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I had like three ice hockey kids who were <laughs> godly. And I would just be like, oh, we need a goal. Yeah, you, you, you. Go out there. Score <laughs> us goals.
0: Would like uh, maybe as a non-player, one thing I don't understand is goalkeeping. It, it, if you had a good goalie at that level, would that just – be a cheat code for if you winning have a, every game.
2: If you have a good goalie at any level, right, so. it's a
0: cheat code for winning a game. Yeah.
2: yeah, uh
3: GMs and coaches also do not understand goaltending. Uh-huh. Like goaltending is huh. if like alchemy, magic mm. and luck had a baby. <laughs> and uh okay. it, it, so, you know, it, it's easier to find a winning racehorse than it is to find a good goalie sometimes. And um,
2: goaltending also doesn't understand goaltending. Yeah, right. <laughs> goaltending is just like, sh- is the shrug emoji. Well, they,
3: you, they, you never they, know when a goaltender is going to get hot and steal 10 right. games in a row. Right. And then just like, I don't know, tear something on their knee and never, ever, ever be good again. Like oh. it's so, it's so physically demanding. It's so sort of physically awkward in the modern way uh, that it's used, and, and it's so...
0: So just picking the overweight kid and and hammering pucks at him isn't enough to right. turn uh, him uh, into a... That's what we did with my brother.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, Where'd and, you learn that? And, uh, and is he a professional? Probably. My, uh, no, he's a professional marketer.
3: <laughs> and so that's also <laughs> one like of four the four interesting done. wing... Interesting <laughs> things about, like, how the movie uses tropes uh, is, like, it how it uses hockey tropes. Like, the the hockey trope being like you just have the fat kid and you put him yeah. in goal like
2: and the fat kid is stinky yeah and right? and the fat Perfect. kid like is scared oh he's the, of one that farts contact
3: in the contact and is particularly whiny i mean like i think a lot of people identify with like having to f- convince somebody to be goalie like right. that you know back in the cul-de-sac who the hell wanted to be goalie that's boring
0: yeah in soccer it's a little more uh easy to both step mm-hmm. in as like a, a non-goalie player but if you're playing soccer it's kind of fun to uh, masquerade as a goalie for a minute you but also have
3: to run a whole lot less than everybody else
0: yeah exactly and it just like it's it's you get a lot of action or mm-hmm. it, especially if you're just practicing or something but it doesn't seem like fun action <laughs> in hockey it uh, just seems like you're being assaulted yeah
3: <laughs> I think, you know, having the right equipment makes a big difference. And and as we all know, Goldberg did not start with that. So
2: I can kind of understand his fear. He doesn't even have goalie pads. Right. (laughs) Like, he's literally got newspapers strapped to his legs.
3: Which is, I mean, that's a hockey trope. Uh, My dad always talks stories about, like, oh, you know, you had a goalie with uh, a snow shovel and Mm, yesterday's newspapers. Yeah
2: that snow shovel walked uphill both ways <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean uh, what else so the the hans component of this movie mm-hmm. the like mystical uh, foreign hockey <laughs> t- equipment supplier who runs a top of the line sporting seems goods seems store super realistic yeah that me. just also <laughs>
3: happens to seems like
0: to exist in
1: every hockey league
2: yeah. Right. yeah, and he also keeps
1: every track rec, of the Pee Wee
2: standings. <laughs> yeah, he's in uh he's in Minnesota for a reason. Like uh Sweden exports their 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 old men just to run hockey stores in,
0: in the northern yeah. Midwest.
3: I think his store was actually the inspiration for
0: Hogwarts. I mean, we were all wondering what that facade or you know what kind of location they actually shot that in. It's a beautiful uh, open field approach to mm-hmm. just this
3: like <laughs> yeah that shot was real real weird and I <laughs> want to know more about it there's a, I mean there's a number of just really interesting shots in the movie I I do like that they filmed this from like a low angle hmm
2: boo slack announcements sorry in your,
0: oh, boo penalty <laughs> box
3: it's a fantasy hockey slack announcement it's oh
0: funny. that's that's totally better Or sorry this fantasy football boo yeah.
3: <laughs> I was like if it's a fantasy hockey Wait, now is it's there, there is
0: fantasy it. hockey we'll um, save that
2: for later oh but uh, I'm the commissioner
3: so yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
3: I really liked how it's shot from a hockey perspective when we were talking about sort of like on ice cinematography uh, because because they shoot it from a low angle in which the goal seems gigantic. Right. And it's very much like places you in that little kid view very well uh, in a way that I think is subconscious to a lot of viewers. But like, I remember the goal feeling like it was that size. And you can tell that that's, it's got to be some sort of concerted effort because the goal looks a whole hell of a lot bigger than four by six.
0: It's, I mean, at the most basic level, it's a wish fulfillment movie we all kind of had some connection to competitive sports and whether you're wishing for a father to come back into your life or to score the yeah. winning goal in the pb championship if, if you yes. too
3: were a 12 year old actively trying to yeah. whore your mother out know, there to is
0: your uh,
2: sports coach
0: yeah he, uh, Charlie was not subtle. I have a his, feeling
2: Charlie's done that before.
0: He <laughs> says he says as much. He's like, well, the second they get a load of me, they go running. So, he tells it. He kind of warns Gordon in the diner, but fortunately, Gordon before his big tryout for the minor leagues gives her a sensuous peck on the lips. Yeah, <laughs> it, so it to, is. It's like
3: <laughs> that's
1: like. It's a Disney love
2: story. Come on. I know There's we're seen... in 1992, but yeah. if we come back f- to 1994 when D2 comes out, <laughs> one of the key moments in that movie is when Bombay meets up with Charlie Spoiler and you find alert. out that she has since become betrothed mm. to another man. That's because, right. They just jump right didn't into keep that. in touch.
3: Yeah, and he uh, his minor league hockey tryout has flamed out.
0: Oh, I mean, it's Jesus. I'm really it's injured. Really glad we didn't. And he's in an all time low. We no didn't see team, any of
1: that. No woman. Damn. Basically
3: yeah. a country song.
1: <laughs>
0: don't get Derek started. Uh, that. Yeah, it's geez, uh, from a country song from Calgary. <laughs> I didn't need I didn't need one second. Uh, hopefully we don't get this in D two of like showing Bombay play in the minor leagues or following his journey in between movies. I'm so glad they, they realized that the kids were the, the focus of the movie because I, I'm pretty sure they were, you know, he was somehow the best star that they can get even though his brother, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> turned it down <laughs> um, and Tom Cruise and a host of other people that uh, they offered the role to. But they kind of marketed the movie around around him I'm really glad that they realized like the kids were the the heart and soul and uh, excitement of the movie and focused on that.
3: Yeah, his brother Charlie made it to the show.
0: He did. He, yeah um, he- in case we forgot anything, Derek, let's play a little bit of the quack attack. Rap. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this. <laughs> Probably, but I am <laughs> looking forward to it. And we need to credit this YouTuber. Um, so make sure to read uh, I think it's deuce deuce.
2: Yeah, it's a little deuce
0: deuce. Yeah, just like a very old video. But... a little
1: deuce deuce.
0: <laughs> ah, here we go.
1: Drew loved this idea to play this song for this episode. It's a good recap.
0: <laughs> oh, that's it. That's all. It was get? pretty deece
4: Yeah,
3: I have never seen it. that. To had
2: to come out in around like 2005. Yeah,
0: because the use of deece the, instead of decent. The most recent comment was from 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I can not even see, but the, the most. What the most, I it. remember
2: being in my college, uh, like kitchen slash living room, and. My roommate's girlfriend, who everybody hated, going, "Oh my God, that's so deece. And I lost my cool <laughs> on her <laughs> in like a drunken slobbery. it the word is decent, and yeah. it probably sounded like ninety five years old,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um those kind of shortenings and phrasings don't age very gracefully. it can be <laughs> it can be cringy cringe if you will (laughs) she was
2: uh uh she was the girl who like went to africa and came back with braided hair and like (laughs) they were like um no
0: cornrows no
2: (laughs) oh (laughs) that's
0: yeah so it sounds like yeah you were probably in the right there um derek are we uh getting ready for rank the blank is anyone have anyone anyone have anyone does anyone have anything else to say about Mighty Ducks before we talk about hockey movies in general? Well, I think uh there they're, like this movie came
2: out on its own as like the only real hockey movie of its era. There were some in the eighties and seventies, and then like this is it for the nineties is the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe late nineties, I think, uh I think Miracle comes out in the aughts. You're thinking Mystery Alaska, but I think Mystery Alaska maybe comes out in the late nineties. Yeah, that's yeah, '99. Like, yeah, but like, the Mighty Ducks were so powerful of a force. I was listening to your episode on Blade Runner, mm. and you talked about how E. T. was so dominant in that summer and even going into the fall, and for good reason. Amazing right. movie, but the Mighty Ducks were so like dominant of a movie franchise in that era that like other hockey movies didn't get made. Like they tried Little Giants and people were like, "Yeah, it's like the Mighty Ducks, but sucks." <laughs> and like Sandlot is like kind of a similar idea, but like they don't
0: there's Sandlot's not Sandlot's right up there in terms of at least people's estimation it's of a it. phenomenal movie yeah yeah. it's so but it, pure but, but the thing is, sandlot is it
1: had to come out after this
2: it did
0: yeah oh, sorry
1: no sandlot had to come out before this
0: i think
2: sandlot's like 94 95 yeah. somewhere really? in there Fuck. yeah right. the thing about sandlot is it's it's
0: Ooh, one it's year not, later
2: it's not a team but it's not a team winning the championship it's not a team like it's just it's kind of a buddy movie mm-hmm. right? right like the 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 big bad enemy is a dog. So it's like it's, it's more like the the, yeah.
0: the Stephen King like uh eighties movies of kind of like boys hanging out, becoming men, looking at nudie magazines, kind of like more focused on that than the than the baseball yeah. of it. Like I mean, that, uh they
2: have that bit in the Mighty Ducks. That's true. Yeah. Uh it's this It's a sp- it's a yeah. Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. It's not a nudie mag.
0: A I'm close enough for a nudie yeah. mag. Yeah, it, well, it's a Disney version of <laughs> yeah. a nudie mag. If that
2: were a Warner Brothers movie, it would have been a Hustler. But <laughs> yeah, since sure. I think uh, I, so. I, I appreciate that about this movie, like the the cultural cachet that it had. That yeah. every but like every other movie studio, which would normally like rush it's like Tombstone came out and like oh crap Wyatt Earp's coming out too. You know, like it's there's always like repeat offenders in Hollywood and people were like, no, they kind of nailed it. Let's not even try and mess with it. Like this, <laughs> this is too, like we have to choose a different sport. Right. Like, um, and I, like there's a bunch of people who ended up becoming pretty famous. That came out. You talked about Joshua Jackson. Yeah, none and bigger than him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. There's a, is it, Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett.
1: They 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 all play hockey, too,
2: right? Uh, (laughs) No, uh, one of my brother's friends plays beer league hockey with Wes Averman, which is (laughs) amazing. That's great. Um, But uh, Connie Moreau, and I can't remember her name in real life, but she went on to have a relatively solid acting career yeah
0: we watched uh queen of the damned for the podcast and Derek. she's like the the person Aaliyah. who is the researcher who yeah. is like falling in love with uh <laughs> with the vampire lifestyle in <laughs> that crazy alia movie uh
2: yeah. oh r.i.p um yeah. and then but she was also in like wet hot american summer yeah. which is awesome um i actually need to rewatch that but like i, I would like, you know it's also the the Kids' movie, or like the movie with children actors, that like only one of them is like severely traumatized, and even he has turned his life around. Goldberg had a rough right. stretch there, but he's he's okay now, you know. Like, the save percentage was really low, for <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, the save percentage in a rehab clinic is very low. Um, but I just think it's cool that this movie didn't damage a lot of people, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like. Like Corey yeah. Feldman didn't come out of this movie. Like, you know, like <laughs> that's uh, he's been mentioned in the podcast several times.
1: So, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, totally I mean, it is a a volatile time, a volatile little demon child. Yeah, <laughs> I also
3: think uh, the movie is such a interesting kind of love letter to Minneapolis locations. Hmm. Um, it does really like a good job of capturing where a lot of hockey is played in that area, which is like on these ponds that look kind of empty and don't have boards and you know, can you support of different limousines. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, not even joking. They, they do in the right. winter because it stays so fucking cold. I mean, I don't know, maybe not now. Gordon knows. Change. And he's like, we're yeah, good. You can Gordon drive knows. out there.
2: All the kids can jump
0: on it. It'll be fine.
3: <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but, The The second
2: uh, one does a really good job with it in, like, the first half of the movie or whatever. Yeah,
3: the city of Minneapolis has a list of all the filming locations, like, primary and, like, secondary. Uh, And so we Uh were looking at, like, the rinks that this place was filmed at, and, like, most of them still exist because uh, the rinks from 1992, like... They've just been skinned over and made better. Nobody's, like, torn down and built new ones between now and then. But they're, like,
2: classically beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We were – there's actually a – it's either a, like, YouTube video or a blog post or something like that that charts in the beginning of D2 when they, like, they get the ducks back together and they're rollerblading (laughs) through the city, like, how far they would have rollerbladed. And it's, like, 26 miles or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, they can do such it. Such yeah.
1: They're just jumping around doing tricks.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, twenty-six miles on rollerblades is probably pretty solid conditioning. Oh if yeah, if yeah, you're I trying mean, to they're warm they're up for to the, the world like, not games. Like a
1: fifteen-minute Like we're back together. Let's yeah. start. Practicing.
0: The quack attack is back, Jack. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I know Derek is itching to get this rank the blank started. So let's do it. Do we have a sponsor for our favorite segment of new release this week, Derek? We sure do. And they're
1: definitely our legitimately fake sponsor. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know Domino's? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the very famous game that you play in parks in New York City. Oh, wow. Uh, but they also make pizza.
3: Nobody knows like Domino's. That's like kind of creepy. In a weird way. Also, uh, all they should just, are also, they this should is just our put sponsor that off for air. this
1: week. So, you, like, please don't ruin this for us. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever <laughs> they done. Just put that
3: on air. Like, <laughs> now. Have you ever
2: done the Pizza Bagels? Oh, oh yeah, I've got my so. God. Oh, my God. Yes. The Pizza Bagels commercial where he just starts it off by screaming pizza is one of the best.
0: <laughs> I recently bought some, <laughs> not based on that commercial, not based on research at all. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, they're pretty bland. Yeah. They're disappointing. The mini corn yeah. dogs. Hold up. Maybe Ooh. that was a more modern invention. Mini corn dogs for sure. Mini corn dogs are Way good. Better than- Nothing I mean, better pig, than. It's just a pig in a blanket, but fully enclosed. But like, exactly. Give me like
1: mini corn dog pizzas.
0: Sure. Ooh. Like that. Domino's I'd could be. put mini corn dogs in the crust. I'm sure they've experimented with that <laughs> by somewhere now. in the uh, yeah. Yeah. Mini Domino's DARPA lab. In crust. Yeah. Rank the Blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic, confusing as always, is going to be related to hockey movies. We're going to approach it from the standpoint of any movie where hockey plays a prominent enough role. So I'm going to I'm going to exclude swingers or else I would have picked that. <laughs> it has to be A big part of the movie, it doesn't have to be a hockey sports movie necessarily, but we're going to hand it over to Evan and Jake to just kind of give us a quick overview of hockey in cinema, maybe excluding your choices or Mm -hmm. however you want to dance around the subject before we get into our four choices.
1: Good luck. Our fans are... uh do you want to
0: pretty
2: brutal so just be careful (laughs) oh i can't wait uh i will never listen to their podcast because they're dumb (laughs) uh i think starting off great (laughs) (laughs) i think uh hockey movies i mean if if you look at the like four major sports hockey Uh movies are clearly the low like there's not as many of them there's so many more football baseball basketball movies and whatnot
1: um in tennis Antenna, even yeah. uh, like racquetball, even dodgeball, or <laughs> yeah, even uh, handball, roller
2: derby, or swimming. T-
1: three hours later, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, just name sports. just, <laughs> <he> just <laughs> name sports. High lie. Uh, it
2: wasn't party. even Derek. Um, so okay. I got gotcha. you. I, I got gotcha. you. I think because of that, we've got uh, less to choose from today. Okay. Uh, as far as like we watched on Tuesday we watched a uh, a like synopsis of yeah. 10 great hockey movies and like most of them like only kind of barely featured hockey and then there was like <laughs> the Rocket Richard movie and like um so i think it it's it's both easier and harder to choose a favorite hockey movie because of the fact that there's just not a whole lot of cinema to choose from yeah they're all
3: kind of like cult classics if they're any worth watching at all but uh
0: i don't i mean the best of the best not the karate movie um, (laughs) that we definitely if we include that then it's got stiff competition boxing is another sport um it's like raging bull oh damn Uh, uh but yeah go ahead sorry. oh but sorry yeah i derailed myself as usual uh i don't know I, w- I didn't necessarily think of hockey as like a lesser sport in cinema the the iconic ones are pretty well known like mm-hmm. miracle is is up there with any other sports well maybe yeah not. it's it's I mean, one it's, of it's, i think it's,
3: it's one of the best overall sports movies yeah in general.
0: exactly so i mean there's there's enough there's a there's plenty to choose from that list that you mentioned i'm not gonna run through it in case you are picking any of them i'll, I'll, I'll mention young blood mm-hmm. uh, that was a revelation to me the rob lowe <laughs> it's hockey really... movie where he's got to prove himself mostly through fighting it it's seems like
3: kind of crazy and also like that's how that generation of hockey players like still feels about hockey and so that's kind of why that like young blood and the people that like it are like finding their way out of hockey in Chicago uh-huh. right now because it's a scoring game now. Yeah, they um, love MMA
0: though. <laughs> well, so was fighting. I mean, this is very brief aside, but is fighting like a way sort of the equivalent of ball possession uh, football, where if maybe you're outmatched, you can beat uh, a superior team by dragging them into the mud. I would say
2: it's getting less and less that way. Yeah. Um, now to be an enfor- a quote-unquote enforcer in the NHL, you also have to be able to score. There's maybe two or three guys left mm-hmm. in the league who are just like they're only going to score like 12 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking like Ryan Reeves, but even Ryan Reeves has um, a little bit of a scoring touch. Only
1: two out of three have like all their teeth left too.
2: Oh, uh, that's putting it generously. Generous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: All right.
3: All right. Just making sure. Which, I mean, begets goon, which uh, definitely, you know, Doesn't as a matter. movie, like that's a fan favorite. Yeah. It digs into, you know, teeth don't
1: make you special. <laughs> I mean, it, it does get
3: <laughs> into some of the more lack of problematic is spent, issues but, around the fighting yeah. qualities of the game. Yeah. Uh, I would say fighting in general, f- throughout the history of hockey, has been to like a sell tickets at lower levels mm. and b to like galvanize your team. If you you know it, it's less strategic like football, like oh we're just gonna play dirty, you know Greg Williams football to to make a superior team suck. Like it's performance. Yeah, there are ways to do that in hockey where you you just like you set up everyone in front of your net and block shots that's a that's a style of hockey right but fighting um it always has had more of like a psychological impact and you know you you'll be losing maybe it's a psychological consequence and, and you're just you're tired you're it, it's like when you see like a receiver and a uh, a cornerback start fighting like you've gotten really irritated with this person throughout the course of a game and all of a sudden it comes into a head
0: right and it's it's a fun way to settle that
1: so we've got a somebody posted on our instagram at really at new release podcast on Mm -hmm. instagram um and this question really relates to this and it's like how do you take a hard hit Hmm. and not give a hard hit back (laughs) and not have a hard on afterwards. Wow. Ooh.
3: Ooh. Uh,
2: I so can I can take that if
3: Yeah, uh, this seems more up Jake's alley.
2: Yeah, Evans Evans more of a finesse player. I'm more of a okay. I'm I'm north south getting the dirty areas. Uh <laughs> Uh that how do you dirty areas? Bounce, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, how do you get into the how do you take a hard hit? Uh the first thing they teach you when you learn to skate is how to fall. Hmm. So uh it's mostly about like don't put your wrist down roll off your shoulder right yeah cuz
1: you have the elbow pads uh
2: yeah it's mm-hmm. more of like a like graze the ground with your arm and then roll into it as opposed to a uh like put your wrist down and break your wrist sort of thing um <laughs> that makes how do you so give fun. a hard hit uh Ooh, hoo, hoo. this is the which is uh race. uh you find somebody who has pissed you off, and then you make sure you're out there when they're out there. This is I've gotten kicked out of a couple of games. Uh Evan and nice. I play roller hockey together, and one guy cross-checked me in the back, and then I just waited for the end of the game and just cross-checked him in the back <laughs> and put him in the ground. And they're like, just get the fuck out of here, Jake. And I was like, all right. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, you, you, I actually faced no... The game's uh,
1: over. Everybody's left the stadium, and you're they didn't give you detention time
2: no no uh and it, just it wasn't high school this was, i was like 36 years this was, old yeah, a couple weeks there was uh it was like two weeks ago there was also a, a game where it's amazing uh i told a guy that if he kept trying to hurt players on our team that i would take him out and he then went and took another guy out on our team and then took me out and as i was going down i swung my stick and hit him in the chest really hard and broke later that hopefully. week
1: huh hopefully you broke a rib
2: uh maybe i don't know he's he's Didn't a, g- a rib. he's a great dude off the ice but he's a terrible monster on it but okay. so afterwards the head official for our our league sent out a notice to everybody about like he sends out a like random rule in hockey you should know about and that week it was spearing i got my first oh, wow. spearing penalty Congrats. in my career well
3: and also i think later the guy was showing off the mark you gave him oh the it was i saw he, he it showed was, me and i was like damn jake did that too he's like yeah i'm not even that mad
0: about it that's it you, was that's how you get the hard on yeah, yeah. well <laughs> that's the other thing is
2: uh you can't do
0: it without hard on right no, <laughs> it, it's totally impossible <laughs> Um, thank you to that listener. Yeah. yeah <laughs> who submitted question. that question? Um let's get
1: into our choices. All right. So this is the Rank the Blanca, sponsored by the Dominoes. Yeah. The, so yeah, go, go through, ahead, True.
0: Take I, it away. I was just gonna say, yeah, I mean, the first nominee is always the movie itself. So the Mighty Ducks is going to be a strong a which, strong entry. Which part in, of the Mighty Ducks, into this. What? Which part?
3: Not the, the third movie. The movie, part. yeah. Okay. Uh, With so, any, so just the entire movie. Well, well we're, we're picking, picking hockey two movies. Are amazing. Third, the third all one right. is kind of where they jump. So the
1: young kids getting over their fears and shortcomings and yeah. turning into a monster. Uh, franchise that was sold off in the future by <laughs> Disney. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. That's uh, that's what, a, what do we have for a second drew? Well,
0: well let's I'll, I'll go last. Let's let evan Oh, I, ca-
3: I kind of want I kind of want to hear this one I mean, second cuz I think it's it's so
0: <laughs> indicative like I, it, I, wanted it, I don't it,
3: I kind of forgot about this movie. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I wanted to stay true to myself. Drew, what is it? And pick a movie that what do you got? is completely set at a hockey are- arena, the Pittsburgh Civic Arena uh, yeah. is, if if I recall. My favorite hockey team growing up, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Mario Lemieux, Yarmul mm-hmm. Yager, oh, yeah. those those some players. Yarmul
3: Yager is still playing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's insane.
0: He also <laughs> owns the team he's playing for. Yeah. <laughs> also,
3: allegedly, if he te- if that's he quits, awesome. the team will collapse. So it's this weird, strange hostage situation, which kind of relates oh. back to. Perfect. The movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, my third favorite player on the Penguins is uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, ah, when oh he ah. took his kids to the Stanley Cup finals. I'm going to let
1: you all take this one away.
0: And got you know, involved in a hostage situation, as one does. It's basically Die Hard on Ice. I watched this with a friend of the podcast, Jamie. One of her favorite movies is Die Hard. We're always mm-hmm. looking... For a new Jean Claude Van Damme movie to Robin Derek's face because he likes Chuck Norris for some reason. Yep. And this it is this is one of the best ones. Uh, honestly, it's like he's All not right. doing too much. The plot is very satisfying. Like so action it, movie. what
1: is he doing in the hockey game?
0: Well, he <laughs> is um, impersonating a goalie, and now we All know right. what it takes to be a superstar goalie: agility, <laughs> a great butt. And the ability to do splits. <laughs> hockey butt, hockey <laughs> yeah. butt
2: is a very real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this okay. is what I okay. trade my yeah, entire life on is hockey butt. Uh, yeah. Uh, but,
3: um, yeah, John claude Van Damme, like, although he's probably a little bit too small to be an NHL goalie, nah, uh, probably...
1: That helps. Has the
3: has he's the got rep- the
2: money to afford it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: you just have to have enough money to be like, hey, goaltender. I want to be a goaltender. On goaltender
2: equipment is really just expensive.
1: give me all the Mighty Ducks equipment. It's so much Use. money. It's so much leather.
2: It's, it's just like not
0: if you so take it off heavy. of a dead guy. It's uh, like it, just <laughs> seems, it, it
1: does seem so claustrophobic, no, no, no. man.
2: Um, I would say, uh, where does for you sudden death rank against maximum risk?
0: Ooh, I'm thinking Maximum Overdrive. What's Maximum Risk?
2: Maximum Risk, I believe, is him and uh, Natasha Henstridge. And he has the twin... Oh, wow. uh, and he has to impersonate the twin. I think I believe he's French in the movie <laughs> as well. Uh, 1996. Oh man! Yeah, it I'm was. Em- it, I'm
0: embarrassed to say I don't. I can't. I can't really picture it. I the don't t- know. Henstridge
2: might be the first set of boobs I yeah, saw. Well, I <laughs> I, I'm with you yeah. there. I can picture Halle species. Berry, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, Berry, she
3: was a lot of firsts.
0: Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's my pick. Sudden death. Let's let's. That's such right, a all right. such a good movie. It's such a, a good yeah. pick. I it just is, realized it Drew's also movie. wearing
1: capris today, so that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good for skating. <laughs> <laughs> so, Very
1: how are we going to rank these suckers? We have uh, that okay, only name, you, too. We got we got we got to get to the rest of them first. Yes. Okay, let's go through them. Uh, I would you know.
3: So narrowly. Uh, over most valuable primate from the makers of Airbud, um, I I am going to choose Miracle because uh, okay. it's it's probably so you're the most your own. Yeah, it's probably the most all right, all right. Real hockey movie uh, for a number of reasons. Um, it I mean it's it still sort of Disney-fies the story of Herb Brooks and that team and whatnot like. <laughs> In the real in real life, like Her Brooks was more of like a maniacal asshole that made these college players train until they couldn't stand anymore, and then like they did become a very good team, but he also drove them to the brink of sanity. Um, okay. And the one of the novel things about that movie is uh, they actually use the cast for hockey players. Hmm. And so all of the stunts on ice in Miracle are done by the people that were cast, like by Olympic
1: know, ice skate Uh
3: I don't think. I think they were mostly not like. I think they're mostly like washed up. Like I'm
1: totally just throwing a wrench in this shit. Yeah, Sorry. Uh,
3: <laughs> I think they're mostly kind of like actors that came from Canada and had played some hockey or something or or whatnot. <laughs> but uh, it was they get a lot all of. Right. Period things okay. about hockey right and and i really like that and uh you know this is such an iconic story and yeah miracle i'm gonna go with miracle yeah. for well, all right
1: i feel like we're like at this point where we're at the pick of death <laughs>
2: the puck of death well i've got hot takes so what, what do you okay, what do you yeah, got for us Chick? yeah yeah what do you got so I want to talk about one movie first. Okay. Please do. Uh, We're going to, I feel like we'll talk about Slapshot a little bit as we go. Uh, It's a brilliant movie. It's Mm -hmm. like, if Goon were really good, (laughs) it would be Slapshot. And it turns out they made that movie. Um, It has, it, it does a really good job of featuring like all walks of hockey from like the miscreant, degenerate, triplets and <laughs> the french canadian psychopath and the like washed up old american who's just trying to hold on it's got paul newman in it which, <laughs> yeah right like is he a coach or is he he's like a, a he's the player coach yeah. yeah and but like at and i think manager uh but like at the yeah, time he's like the player year player Yager. Coach. yeah like paul newman it was at right. about right. the height of his powers at this point and he chose to make this movie, which I think speaks a lot about it. If any of your listeners haven't watched it, I'm sure the whole thing is on YouTube. Check it out. It's amazing. But the answer to this question is actually the movie we've been talking about all day. The Mighty Ooh. Ducks. The Mighty okay. Ducks has one. The Ooh. hockey in it is actually really good. Mm-hmm. but And you have to keep in mind that it's little kids playing hockey. It's not NHL hockey. Um, so... The way we talked about it earlier, it is a little bit more aggressive than peewee hockey would be in real life. But I think they do a really good of sh- job of shooting the hockey. Like, it's on-ice camera and cinematography. It's, like, it's, like, bone-crunching, quote-unquote. But it's also, I think, realistic to, like, a little bit kid getting mm-hmm. hit into the boards like, right. like there's a lot of uh, yeah. one-man
3: missions and not a lot of passing which
2: is exactly how little kids hockey is it's <laughs> yeah. also how our roller hockey team operates which is probably why we're not very good um except in the playoffs um <laughs> yeah, yeah nice. we just get that in there yeah, we just uh, won our third we, game
1: of the season
3: in yeah, the playoffs. Congrats.
1: he's scared yeah. of their team in the playoffs don't worry
2: yeah uh but, and i i also there's just like and i'm probably biased and i'll own up to that but there's just a real nostalgia factor to this movie sure. <laughs> like it's it's not miracle which has nostalgia built into it because it's mm-hmm. like one of the great sporting moments in united states history Yes. Um, aside from Rocky Four, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, nothing beats beating Tommy Gunn up in yeah. an alley. We no, also no, no, didn't no, watch Drago. either there, of those films Russian, tonight. Russian oh, sorry, America Tommy Stormy. Gunn's number five. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that, one's, yeah, that's, that, that one's one sucks. Rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Rocky Four is the, probably the pinnacle of American sports in cinema. Um, what about
3: most valuable primate?
2: <laughs> what about <laughs> no, uh, yeah. and, I, after
0: all I, that? You're picking MVP. Yeah, and
2: I just I think that the mighty like it's there's not really a flaw to this movie if you're like if you're like if you're holding it as what it's supposed to be if you're looking for great cinema like don't watch a hockey movie like sure. sorry like you're not you're not getting schindler's list in a fucking hockey movie but like if you're looking for a really entertaining movie that holds true to what it's trying to do that has actually surprisingly solid acting, considering it's a bunch of kids and Emilio Estevez. (laughs) Um, And that's not a knock on Emilio Estevez. I think he's a fairly solid actor. Um, He's like a solid B-minus, right? He plays
3: douchebag well in the movie. Yeah, (laughs) he's a solid Solid. B-minus.
2: Which, I mean, that's better than I can say for my hockey career. Like, whatever. Um, Bs and and Cs
3: get degrees. Yeah, and
2: so... (laughs) like. I, I really honestly, like legit when Evan put this idea to me like, hey, I know these guys who do a movie podcast. we should do Mighty Ducks with them. I probably strangled him was like with joy and emotion. <laughs> I was like, yes, because it's such it's an, actually a really great kid's movie. And for all the reasons I talked about earlier, it actually holds up as an adult too. And they put out the TV series uh, Game Changers, mm-hmm. and that actually holds up pretty well. I thought it was going to be really crappy, and I was going to be pissed off, but it actually is pretty solid. Um, we'll see how Season 2 does. but like,
3: Yeah, without Emilio, they cut
2: without him. Without Emilio. They, no, he they, they cut he, each other. He cut himself. Yeah, um, but well, I, I really yeah. do think that this is, like, on a pure, like, joy standpoint... This is an a, a brilliant movie. I really like it. It's one of my like probably ten favorite movies. So
1: you think the Mighty Ducks takes it hundred percent? And this is probably a, a
3: big asterisk. Evan, to the to everything. Taking it, I am I am taking I'm, t- I'm still taking miracle, but uh, a whole lot of uh, quality hockey uh, media is shows that. Uh, hmm. We can't really oh, address like, like the yeah, Letter Kenny exactly. and Shorzy <laughs> uh, spinoff Letter Kenny and the Mighty Ducks show, you know. Uh, right. So, well,
0: I think th- this is this is easier than normal. I mean, the the problem. I would love to argue for sudden death or mm-hmm. for Derek's choice, which we're not even going to mention. Uh, but oh, oh, we better. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got hot takes for this too. No, I know. I, uh, Derek is is in overtime over there, so I,
3: I'm I'm excited for Derek's pick yeah. here. Uh,
0: do you want to Do you want to share your pick before we dismiss it? <clears throat> Can I get a little bit of help?
1: Teenage Mutant, <laughs> Ninja Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles in a half show. Turtle power.
0: Well, that's so disrespectful to the ducks, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. We, we had no quacks, and and we sang. The we theme can song we can finish with a
3: good we for, can finish with a good quack
0: for another for another show. That's our send off, actually today. Yeah. Um, uh, I think so that's actually that, that might be, be the
1: end vodka. of the episode. Who <laughs>
2: knows who won Rank the blank this week? I mean, we have a
0: few more things to do.
1: Oh yeah, fine. Um, but so yeah, what? Who who wins Rank the blank?
0: Honestly, it's easy because normally All right. we are going to really argue for our own choices, but Sudden Death is a little bit of a cheat. Miracle, you, we're talking about the ultimate underdog story, and you picked the ultimate heavyweight mm-hmm. uh, hockey movie. So Mighty Ducks seems like a unanimous, easy yeah, choice for Our collective favorite hockey movie, hockey depiction on screen. So I'm happy with that.
2: All
1: right, so just name a random scene that's your favorite from the film, and we'll play
2: it. Uh, when they are shooting eggs across the <laughs> ice is yeah. pretty brilliant.
1: Because it's also like a
3: useful exercise.
2: <laughs> yeah, like uh, I, I just think about like the Zamboni driver standing there watching them going, I'm going to kill them. <laughs>
0: There is, yeah. Okay,
1: now he brings out an egg. Chuck one at one of the kids' heads, please.
3: I love that this is the illustration of good coaching.
0: This is when he makes his turn from yeah, being from dick to being actually invested right. in helping them.
1: Oh. Watch this. Look at their teammate. Okay. He gets slapsticked, baby.
0: All right, Mighty Ducks wins rank the blank this week. Nice. Sponsored by Domino's. Big shout out to our favorite pizza supplier. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> yes, top, top five. We'll rank that at some some point. But uh, that Derek, garlic in the crust. Yeah, the new formula in 2022 is actually pretty bomb. Uh, Bay. Derek, oh, <laughs> quick. Oh, 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 oh! I see what you did yeah. there. I let's, appreciate it. Let's let's get back to our feature presentation. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap this up pretty quickly. You guys might like <laughs> to luck. know that this movie was. Um, panned by critics. If you believe in Rotten Tomatoes as any sort of useful metric, it had a 21%. Which, oh, you know... some bullshit. That's we, some major bullshit. Our, our, our love for this movie... We're not going to get there. We're not going to go there. Yeah, our love for this movie has been well established. I think it will be interesting, yeah. Derek, uh, to hear one contrarian take from the most famous movie review duo of the era. So we do have... A clip from uh, Siskel and Ebert after they saw this classic.
2: But I didn't enjoy it, certainly not enough to recommend it. I had the same reaction that you
3: did, and you know,
1: I was able to predict
3: everything that was going to happen yes. in this movie. This is one of those movies where somebody goes out to popcorn, and they get popcorn, and they say,
1: I come back tell me what I missed and I say I'll tell you now what you're going to miss oh by the way you buy the popcorn this movie is right <laughs> off the assembly line it's like wild cats and the bad news bears oh fuck
2: it? you kitty <laughs> yeah get out of here Dude. it must it must be that it must be really hard being that rich and old and white <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, if
3: you are, you should like the hockey movie. Like right? you're so curmudgeonly
2: that you hate a glorious kids movie,
1: nah, dude. I I have a hotel room in New York City. I'm gonna fucking hate it tonight. And I had to watch this fucking film to review it. I'm gonna fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn it! Just horrible reviews. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes oh, damn. critics can get over a, re- a little up there. This fucking
1: house. movie deserves really good. Fucking critiques. Well, it doesn't I was matter amazed because...
3: by the rotten tomato meter. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you clued Which me is, into that. Twenty one percent, but also
1: That's so wild. You dude. might also
3: like a uh, uh, below it uh is Sister Act two at nineteen percent. Okay, tell and, me what uh D ser- two Mighty Ducks at also twenty one percent, Grease with thirty five percent. Uh it, it I get it what seems pretty hard. But, uh, Way too harsh. Yeah, it's a cheesy movie, and Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like cheesy movies. So I mean, that's kind of the well. well
0: and also, it's it a, needs to be revisited. No, <laughs> dude, we're we're doing that now. And and it, mm-hmm. who cares about Rotten Tomatoes Whoa, or Ebert? Okay, Sure. I yeah, thought that it's, was interesting. It's obviously, been well.
1: Fuck like, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't care about that shit, man. No, I know. It, it, no, but I Ebert's think it's really
0: review is, I, is I thought in- it was well reviewed at the time. Like uh, that's just how I at the time. Come and on. And I, I think well,
3: Ebert's review no, is funny because. It it contains like his sort of weird, no. yeah, weird bias, and you can tell like, oh, okay, you're a stodgy film critic. You didn't like this movie, yeah, like that. That is sort of telling in and of itself.
0: That, I mean that not, that one of the most famous miscalculations was Home Alone. They oh, didn't yeah? like that they thought for some of the same reasons. They obviously uh. family movies didn't go over well. Some of the hyper like violent movies. My favorite movie of all time, Blue Velvet. They didn't like oh, yeah, Blade that's Runner. True. They didn't like. So, I mean... Yeah, Ebert was not perfect. The, it, so The, the fringes of cinema, sometimes they missed They missed the point. Of, and he's of one of, of the movies. most
3: uh, famous uh, people from my alma mater, University of Illinois. He oh, well. uh, famously had a, a, a film festival that I think still exists in his name. Um, but yeah, he, he was known for like really getting it wrong when he got it wrong yeah. in kind of like how like a weather reporter would like famously get it wrong in the Midwest. It was just like, Oh, you said it was supposed to be sunny and it's a thunderstorm today. Whoop-dee-doo. This is still amusing. Um, I think
2: uh, the, the only thing I've ever seen from Roger Ebert where I was like, yes, I agree is his lambasting of uh, Pearl Harbor, <laughs> which is one of the most like wonderful movie
0: reviews I've ever seen. In my it is. Entire life. It is
3: really great. You've shown this, and yeah, It's so. good. It's
0: epic. Um, cool. Go ahead. I mean, no. All that. All that ultimately matters is that this movie came in second place to *Last of the Mohicans* at the box office, and yeah. there would be two sequels now. Um, it was. It was a huge audience success Disney bought a hockey team there's two sequels the second one <laughs> arguably is better than the first so meanwhile it stands meanwhile last
3: of the Mohicans 2 2 Mohican 2 Furious <laughs> <Yeah>. uh straight <laughs> to <of the> DVD
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah. all right well um one other <laughs> one other uh, gimmick we do on this podcast guys is uh new release or old news it's probably self-explanatory so i won't explain it one means as i proceed to explain it one means that (laughs) (laughs) it still holds up today the other means just forget about it somebody on the street being
1: like hey i just watched this go see it
0: yeah or a 2022 person you're we're back in the present we're we're back we have
2: we have jumped back in our delorean and our so
0: And, exactly. and think about like right. is there is there any circumstance where I mean it's, we already know it. Yeah. we already know we all still like it so it sounds like it's gonna be it's gonna be a new release for me but does anyone have kind of any caveats to that one hundred percent no yeah I didn't think so <laughs> it's
2: a <laughs> it's a great
0: movie yeah
1: one hundred percent no here
0: but one hundred percent new release for you yeah certified.
3: Well, yeah, hundred percent new release for me too. Yeah. Like I, both love this movie and also like. W- I'm gonna step up to what you wrote right above
0: this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. In a
3: weird way, I'm like almost yearning for like a re like a gritty reboot. Uh, because. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 doing this to just get Jake's ire and just this look I'm getting right now. <laughs>
0: we get a taste of that in okay this yeah uh, just just a little taste yeah. um, which is
2: all you should have of gin <laughs> <laughs> which
3: is funny because his name
0: yeah this is good i mean this is, is what uh
3: gordon and bombay
2: <laughs> oh my god okay
3: two things i definitely didn't like in college
2: <laughs> um, two things i couldn't afford in college
3: <laughs> <laughs> who could afford gordons come on
0: yeah that's fair yeah it's kind of like my one of my favorite movies. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but Gremlins notoriously had mm-hmm. a way more violent, darker script where like dozens of people got mauled and eaten at a McDonald's. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just like... Yeah,
1: they would left that out of the script. Yeah. but this Supposed movie, to be in it. it director's cut. Fucking the, awesome.
0: The, the vestiges that you see when there is a dark <sighs> script, like they didn't change his name. It's an awesome name, Gordon Bombay. No one's like, this is product placement for... Uh, Jen Gordon Seagram's Bombay. Bomb like, <laughs> right. No one noticed, but it's awesome that that was what the screenwriter was was doing. And that's pretty lame and hilarious that they were gonna like name an alcoholic after. <laughs> types I. Of Jen. I, I <laughs> no, I, I know, I, but I'm it's, so glad that you brought this. Yeah. Uh, I
3: had, to, I, I had to, to reach back to, to grab it make sure we didn't yeah, leave I it on forgot, the room forgot floor because uh, it's so good.
2: It's also funny that the screenwriter is also the actor who plays the lawyer in the beginning who loses <laughs> to Gordon Bombay. Whoa. Uh-oh. That's a, that's a broken iPhone 14 no. right there.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's Something actually the 11. Ice. Also, the Bombay guy broke it. So.
2: <laughs> the Bombay Sapphire guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Stephen Brill, who wrote this movie and has written every one of like all of the Mighty Duck's bits. Uh is the actor? Uh, uh, what's his name? In the uh, beginning, yeah, in the
0: beginning, who, who loses gets schooled to by Gordon
3: Bombay? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, okay, so one, yeah, new release. One more, one more gimmick. This is actually really important to the ultimate, uh, like ultimate point of the show. Is each time we're in a certain time period, we rank mm-hmm. the movie we're watching on a scale of zero to blank year. In this case, mm. ninety two. So we're gonna rank. Mighty Ducks in its early 90 90 ness on that scale. And we haven't, we had, until last week, we had had some pretty, you know, middling entries with Twin Peaks and Hellraiser 3 as far as their 90s scale. This isn't, I love this movie so much, it gets 100 out of 92. It's like, how early 90s is this movie? I think the answer is still going to be very high.
1: So, so we're. Yes. we're watching 13 films this time period. Yeah,
0: and we are three in that have been scored. So, yeah. uh, number one is Singles mm-hmm. with a 90, which you sometimes will retroactively change these, but that doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room. It's actually a legit score this, se- yeah. this season. Yeah, that was um, that one I listened to and like,
3: holy hell is that a 1990?
1: Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. And then so second you've got Hellraiser three, Hell on Earth. <laughs> at 83. Yeah. Okay. When did
0: Hellraiser 1 come out? 88, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, so
1: no- Yeah. And then in th- third, because we haven't scored any other films, which Drew would much like this to be number one, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me at 75.
0: Well, like I said, it doesn't matter it, it, how much you like the movie. These it has scores nothing to do are with the so score. legit, though. Yeah.
1: So good. Um, singles obviously needs the high score, dude. So far. Okay. Yes. You Hellraiser 3. We'll see. Slightly higher score than fucking Twin Peaks. But, uh, you know, Twin Peaks doesn't have to be higher than Hellraiser just because it's... Uh, um, awesome director. Just because um, <laughs> theatrically it's better. Yeah. But Objective. Mighty Ducks, well, 90s. How the, 90s. It's
0: going to be so hard to compare... Singles, the so, current winner, 90, so uh, 90 out of 92 with yeah, Mighty And Nuts.
1: also, uh, not a lot of states get uh, ice hockey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will lead. Uh-huh. And just, I'm going
0: to give it to
3: 92. It, I, to me, it I, is ooh. so. Okay. From, it, Damn. top to bottom, cinematography to hockey equipment yeah. shown hockey to equipment. culture okay. to whatnot, it is so of the time the period. Actors. I mean, with the actors, the, the cameo, actors. they they bring in a literal cameo of hockey players from, from the, the 90s Yes, like, okay. do you get more of the time period than an active sports player cameo?
1: At the start of a, That's of a, a franchise that, 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 that would just hard, be like... A hard unsell. Yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, the cameo story is a good one to bring up in and of itself because uh, so they show Mike Madonna and Basil <laughs> McRae uh, both
0: this is when they go to the NHL game
3: yeah both NHL players at the time for the North Stars that part was accurate but then they they say something about like knowing who Gordon Bombay was in Pee Wees which would never have happened and I mean I like to be pedantic, uh, pedantic so uh, you know like Basil McRae Canadian Mike Madonna from the detroit area like they never would have heard of this gordon bombay character right. from okay so
1: you know uh so you're saying i, a I, I love the,
3: uh, the i love the cameo uh it's very very random but i think places it as, as sheer 92 out of a possible 92 in 1992-ness True,
1: i don't think i can fight our guest on this one
0: I know. I, I always knew I was actually surprised that we gave singles such a high score. I think it deserved it in its own oh, way. Oh, it definitely did. But this is this this was like this is when we were such in nineteen ninety. It's well,
1: it's difficult.
0: We were in nineteen ninety and we had Home Alone and T M N T and we knew and we were in right. you know uh eighty four and we had et it's like or 82 so sometimes you just know what the what the winner is going to be mighty ducks was going to have to be dethroned even before we got to it so i'm with you it's a 90 it's a 92 all
3: right you you could conceivably dethrone it later right
0: yes yes absolutely i I would
2: be comfortable with a dethroning but like based off of what is being rated thus far Mm -hmm. i think it's very much a 92 like it's
1: we have plenty of opportunities to demarcate this, to lower its score. However, uh, I mean, we've got Army of Darkness. Going to be a difficult contender. Candyman, nice horror film. The Dr. last movie Giggles. of the season is the
0: only one that Reservoir do it.
1: Blank, yeah. meow, meow. <laughs> yeah. It's actually yeah, the I mean, opposite of meow, meow. Uh, okay, so... That's hard. The Mighty Ducks gets a 92. Which perfect score. Takes us. Oh shit. That is a perfect score. Yeah, that's the that's All right. Know. So You've Mighty Ducks gets the name of the game this season or the name of the number. <laughs> stuck the landing. The, the name think... of the it's
2: flame. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh when you get to the scene on the ice early on and Goldberg is wearing a Philadelphia Flyers, like, pro player jacket. Mm-hmm. You, like, like you are fully entrenched yep. in the 90s. It, the only <laughs> thing that's missing is, like, Charlie Conway wearing a, like, Minnesota North Stars starter jacket. I was going to say, yeah, that like there. or
0: the, the football equivalent, yeah, and a starter jacket for, All for right. me. We'll do so. that
3: for
1: Conway the Gritty Reboot. So the next piece of this segment is – what do we sell in the new release gift shop? And because you are our guest, you definitely get a portion of our proceeds. free
0: Domino's pizza. You can decide to get them bites. to,
1: um, you know, you can donate them. But Drew and I and Ashley do not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we pros we give our proceeds to like home houseless donuts. Anyway. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's. So, what
0: are we gonna sell from this movie? That's new release branded. It could be a hockey so jersey. It could we've, be we've pucks. Had,
1: we have a new release soundtrack, uh, which is selling like hot vinyl cakes. Mm, <laughs> yummy. Um, cakes. New release crew pin, cushion toys. Ashley, you'll you'll have to tell me what that's all about. <laughs> a new release secret diary. Uh, hundred pages
2: only, though. Yeah,
0: that's a limited edition.
1: I would do a new
3: release
2: hockey jersey. Page. I, I yeah. actually, if I could, uh, a new release snow globe with Han's Hockey Store in oh, the snow globe. Oh, oh that wow. Is, Just in that time for perfect. the holiday season? Yeah, yeah. we're, we're coming up on Christmas.
1: Dude, and somebody has like a broken... Uh, do you have like broken... Ice skates. <laughs>
3: yes, yeah, some old vintage ones so, that look like, like I all do. metal but runners. Ice
1: skate that like, floats around. You have to get it through like this little entrance.
2: To the... <laughs> okay, in the in the snow globe itself. Yeah, so yeah. there's a game within the snow. globe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of like a like a yeah. Puzzle, puzzle snow. Globe I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah.
0: Let's let's go with
1: that. All right. So what are we calling it?
0: Uh, the new release snow globe Hans game <laughs> edition. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Pin, pin the hockey puck in Hans's gift shop. So that's pretty much it. I mean, we're going to preview what we're going to watch next week. But before we do that, let's go ahead and... Give y'all an opportunity to talk about, you know, where people can find your podcast, why they should find it. Yes. And then we'll and then Please we'll preview do. what we're doing next yeah.
2: week. Sure. Uh, we are the Handsome Hockey Podcast. You can find us anywhere and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, our website is handsomehockey.com. Mm. Uh we are at handsome hockey podcast on Instagram, at handsome nice. hockey on Twitter. Uh, if you want to see my Uh, hot takes against uh, like racism and uh, misogyny in hockey that's probably a good place for you and every time Evan gets banned from Twitter on his own Twitter account (laughs) he jumps on the handsome hockey Twitter account and I get a bunch of messages all of a sudden and I'm like oh Evan got banned (laughs) Um, and you know if you want to reach out to us you want to send us an email uh, if you are Yeah, it, uh, there. Actually, if we set if we set this up, a lot of people will email us to block Evan. Uh, but uh, handsomehockeypod at gmail if you want to reach out to us, if you're a millennial or older, uh, because we all know Gen Z hates the email.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad you mentioned. I have listened to several episodes of Handsome Hockey, oh, and you. I follow the feed, and anything that jumps out at me, uh, as a non hockey fan. I listened to at least a portion of, and I was always curious and impressed by the uh, difficult nature. And like, it seems like y'all were going out of your way to address some of those topics you just mentioned. So it's,
2: it's something that absolutely needs to be done in hockey. Um, It's, it's been too long of a stodgy old white dude, straight white dude sport. And especially as you see Canada, which is, you know, the hockey mecca kind of diversifying as a nation, uh, you hear these stories from all these black players or indigenous players growing up that faced awful racism trying Mm -hmm. to play a game that they love. And like, there's no room for that in any sport. But hockey, especially, is the sport that's near and dear to our hearts. And so you know we're just trying to fight that with like one episode at a time and uh yeah give us a listen if that's something you're interested in by
0: well and it's great timing i mean hockey season presumably starts soon <laughs> uh, about 2 <laughs> okay. weeks okay yeah preseason starts on saturday
2: uh yeah october 7th is the official start date of the nhl season so
0: excellent so it must have been a slightly earlier in 1992 if i did my research for that clip it's entirely possible yeah um all right well that's um that's it for our discussion of the mighty ducks our most 1992 movie thus far and probably of all time next week we are going into full horror movie mode and weirdly enough we're going to 2022 to watch a prequel of a movie set in the 70s this one is set in the 20s So try to keep that straight in your mind. It's called Pearl. That's it for the new release podcast this week. If you want to follow all of our future episodes, you can search new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else. You get podcasts, Derek, that's a,
1: and our guests uh, say, that's
0: a wrap.
2: That's a wrap. quack. Quack quack, quack,
0: quack, 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 quack.